Well, 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 welcome to another episode of the Fearless Parody Podcast Show. You know, parody doesn't come with a manual. It either does parody a child, preteen, or teenager. In fact, parody is very scary. It can cause every parent out there to be fearful, me included. The goal, the purpose of this podcast is to provide you with information and resources that help you overcome family life struggles difficulties and challenges and to be able to parent fearlessly. So every week we provide information and resources to help grow your parental leadership while growing the leadership of your child, preteen, or teenager. In short, we are here to help you and your children become the best versions of yourselves. So get ready and dive right in to today's episode. All right, moms, dads, parents, and guardians, welcome back to another episode of Fearlessly Parody. I have back with me Coach T. I want to let you know, Coach T is the founder and executive director of JLT Fieldhouse, a 5013C nonprofit youth coaching and mentoring organization, which is dedicated to coaching and mentoring the leaders of tomorrow. This organization is named in honor of its late father, Sergeant Joe Lewis Thompson, USMC, who adopted Antoine and his older brother after their mom and Joe were married. So without any further ado, here's Coach T. Hello, Stan. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good, doing good. Hey, I appreciate you being back with me for another segment. And, you know, I... I'm really interested in this JLT field house. I was taking a look at that on your website. And uh, I, I really do appreciate you in the last segment talking about the importance of fathers and, and how they need to understand their, their role, that, that they are a, a, a chief role model in their child's life. And, and I appreciate you sharing with us how your dad was that type of role model for you. And uh, But let's go ahead and start off this segment by telling my audience about JLT Fieldhouse. I think they're going to find it fascinating. Go ahead. Yeah, I will actually reference back to the first uh, episode we did together when you had me on the first time when I talked about not making a basketball team in high school. Okay. Well, not making a basketball in high school, uh, making a basketball team in high school um, didn't make me lose my love for the game. It made me kind of think, how, you know, how could I still be a part of the game? And so I started I got into coaching. So when, when I had the opportunity to um, start JLT Fieldhouse, which is, as you mentioned, named after my late father, there was two purposes. Number one, obviously, to honor my father. But secondly, it was a given opportunity and a platform for kids like myself who aspired to play on their respective school teams, but didn't have the skills and, and weren't prepared and couldn't compete with those more skilled players. So it, it was based, based on preparing them to be on a competitive team. But the second part was it was also to teach the life skills that carry over from athletics to real life. And, and that talks about uh, that deals with communication and dealing with conflict resolution and also about goal setting, You know, setting goals as a team, not just as an individual, but also as a team. And it's also about building confidence and self-esteem in kids. And that's one of the probably 
the most successful aspect of JLT Fieldhouse is the secondary components. Basketball is nothing but a catalyst and a platform to uh, introduce kids to the program. Well, Coach T, you know, some of those values that you talked about there, particularly communicating and uh, being able to connect to the various different team members and being part of a team and what that teaches a child, which that teaches a preteen or teen. Sometimes I think in our world, that's a little bit lost. People think about the glamour of big time pro sports, football, basketball, and they forget about these foundational values. You know, John Wooden, who was a mentor for John Maxwell, was a genius at instilling the type of values you were just talking about into his players. So let's talk about that. Why are, why are these values that where that a young person can pick up in these sports, why are they so foundational? Well, Stan... As you were describing that John Wooden, John Maxwell comparison, I'm going to give you a perfect example of how and and answer your question by giving you an example. Um, the, the team I coach, I coach uh, at a private school and it's my 10th year and I coach seventh and eighth grade boys. And we and, and it's important to share our success in the beginning. We just completed our fourth consecutive conference championship when undefeated. But what's important about that, the team I had was not the most talented team but it was the most complete team. And the reason it was the most complete team was because we have a mission and a motto, which is team before self. And that means that every player, regardless of their skill level, puts the team before their own individual accolades or successes. And then we talk about the accountability responsibility aspect of this team. We had a player that a seventh grader that broke one of the team rules. And the only reason I found out about it was because two of the eighth graders on the team came to me and told me. And my response to them was, well, how do you want to handle it? And they said, well, coach, we think that he should sit in the bleachers and watch us run his punishment. Now, these are eighth graders. They're willing to take the punishment for their teammate to remind him that it's team before self. So they go through this punishment. And I said, hey, listen, this is fine. Um, I accept this because this is a team decision. Now, if there's anything else you guys want to do, you'll have to discuss it as a team. And they had a team meeting. And shortly after that, that practice, and they came back and said, Coach, we've talked about it. We've all had made a decision, and it was unanimous that for our next game, which happened to be the alumni game, that this young man would not get to participate in the game, nor would he even get to dress out with the rest of the team. So this is about responsibility, accountability. These are wow. what I teach these young men. These are seventh and eighth grade, uh, 13 and 14 year old boys. They accepted that responsibility and they held each other accountable. And to see that's that is more important to me than an undefeated championship. It was about that personal development, growth and development over that four month period. Well, I got to ask you that. How did that help out that seventh grader, the, the one that got off the beaten path? Did it help put it back on the right path? Oh, absolutely. And the best part is it was never discussed again. He apologized to the team. And after that game, we went back to everything like normal, like it hadn't happened. You know, you you address it and then you move on because the message has been received. And this, this young man had to go home and let his parents know that he wasn't going to get to do that. And that's him taking responsibility for his actions. And I never heard from the parents because they're like, okay, this is their team. This is Coach T's team. This is how he runs his team. And I accept that. And this young man and the rest of the players accept him like nothing had happened after that. Wow. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. 
how timely is this? I, I'm listening to you talking this, and I'm thinking about the devotion that I read this morning in uh, Philippians, and you know, it's emphasizing how Christ came to serve, not to be served. And he, he left a position of privilege to come down and exist in poverty. It, it went through everything that you can imagine because it was about us. He made it about us and not about him. Right. And so he lived the example. He's just asking us to come and live out that example as servant leaders. And I love the environment of servant leadership that you have there because when those boys came to you and said, okay, we're going to run this punishment for him uh, because they, and they were actually serving him. And I don't know that sounds weird, but they were serving him to help get him back on the right path and then also holding him accountable. And the only way that that environment gets set up is that you have to allow yourself to, to to take a step back and allow him to come into you and work through you with them so they can see in you that it's not about Coach T. It's about them and you're living that out and they're looking at you and don't think that these teenagers and preteens are not watching because they absolutely watch it. But they see you do it and then they walk to do it. That's what I'm loving about this coach T. Right. Um, it's uh, if, if I could stand, I'd love to give you an example of how Please. the, how the standard has been set and carried. Please. So I just mentioned this team just went undefeated and won the championship, right? Well, the players on this team didn't play a second of the championship game last year. And it was because it's close game and the more experienced players got in. They totally understood because it's about team before self. But you would have never known because we teach be in the game even when you're not in the game because you got to support your players, you know, no matter what your role is on the team, whether you're on the court or if you're on a bench. So after that championship game, two weeks later, two of those seventh graders, then seventh graders approached me and said, Coach, we want to be those guys next year. I said, Hey, I love that. Well, you know, you're going to have to put in some time, some work. They said, we'll do it. We'll do it. So we started weekly lessons, and they continue to this day. But those two grew to three. Those three grew to five. So every Saturday for an entire year, these young men were in the gym with me working on their skills and development. But not just the athletic part, but they were building chemistry with one another. So mm-hmm. when the season started, it was like we had already had a season, right? So we go through this season, and there's two days after the championship game this year, one of the seventh graders, current seventh graders, comes to me, Coach, we want to start a, a workout session of seventh graders. So this, they're speeding up that process from the previous year. <laughs> and, and what we've done here is established champions are made in the offseason. We've heard that saying. Yes. Well, they're truly bought into that, and they're committed to upholding the standard that the previous teams have set. And as a coach, you can't be any prouder of the kids stepping up and taking responsibility and being proactive in their own successes. And that's what uh, JLT Fieldhouse does. And that's where they take their lessons and things through JLT Fieldhouse. And then they bring it back to the school team. Wow. Hey, moms, dads, parents, and guardians, I I want to challenge you, you. You have to do a little bit of hunting and you have to do a little bit of the work 
uh, I, I'll, I tell parents, and I have a parenting book, Coach T, and I talk to the parents about the home game and the away game. The home game is getting the kids to come over to your house so you can see how they interact with your kids and you can kind of work and pour into not only your kids, but the neighborhood kids too. But when your kids are away, they're at school participating in sports, parents have to get involved. They have to know who it is that they got their kids interacting with. And mom and dads, there are people out there like Coach T who would love to pour into your child. Uh, I'm part of the Royal Ranger ministry uh, in the Assemblies of God. There's a lot of us out there that would love to pour into boys, but there are those entities out there that are willing to come alongside of you, moms and dads, parents and guardians. You, you do have to do your whole work to look for them and then take advantage of those opportunities. Coach T, when parents take the time to be active in the what I'm calling the away game into what their children are involved in outside the house, be it school or other activities. I, I feel that they do have to do the homework. They do have to know who their kid is interacting with and they have to interact with that coach and that leader. What are your thoughts on that? Stan, I agree with you 100%. And the the, the environment that we set up at JLT Fieldhouse is a perfect example of that. When parents are signing their kids up for a private lesson or a clinic or a summer league or a summer camp, when they sign a dotted line, they're like, I'm good because I know, number one, my kid's taken care of. I know where he is. I know the environment that he's in. I know he's going to interact with great kids because Coach T only allows kids to come in. And if they do have a, an issue or a behavioral issue, he addresses that quickly. So that's an environment that they know is going to be great. But to your point, yes, that's what parents have to do with all aspects of their kids' lives when they're away, for that away game, if you will. And they need to value all of the people that are in their kids' lives, regardless of just because they're adults mm-hmm. doesn't mean they're responsible. You need to do your homework and make sure that's a reputable individual that your child needs to be around and or the other kids that they're with. Well, moms, dads, parents, and guardians, we'll run out of time on this segment. But Coach T, I'd like to have you come back because I, I want to talk to you about Coach T's corner. And, and there's a couple other things I, I'm just dying to ask you and have conversations with you on. Uh, would you be willing to come back one more time? I would absolutely love to stay, and I appreciate the invite. Hey, outstanding. Hey, go ahead and, and again, tell my audience where they can find you online. Well, our uh, jltfieldhouse.org is our website and JLT Fieldhouse on Facebook and also on Instagram, JLT Fieldhouse. All right, moms and dads, I'm going to have all that contact information in the podcast description. You know, I tell you every week how important going to that podcast description is. And also, I want you to subscribe. I love the fact that you're downloading uh, episodes and listening and everything, but it's going to help me help a lot of other parents if you subscribe because that will give us access to a broader audience base and I'm bringing on people like Coach T who can add value to you as a parent, who can add value to you as a guardian. Well, that brings us again to the end of this episode. So until next time we get together, God bless. Well, that concludes another awesome episode. 
please, please check out the podcast description where you'll find links to family and parenting resources. And I want to thank you, moms, dads, and guardians, for listening to today's Fearless Parody Podcast. I truly hope you enjoyed today's show and that it added value to you and your family. And I want to leave you with something that was once said by two-time Nobel Prize recipient Marie Curie, who once said that nothing in life is to be feared. It's only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. That is why we have this show, to help you understand more about parenting so that you can fear less. So I want to challenge you, like I always do, to go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless.